Hello everyone! You're listening and watching after a gamers a podcast where two nerdy chick guys sit behind a microphone and this time go to the rabbit hole of video game press. I'm Michael and I'm Matos. So welcome back to episode five of Afterward Gamers. We're so psyched that you're here with us. It's uh it's been an amazing journey so far. We mm. we're really enjoying to making this podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. And uh yeah, uh we decided to match t-shirt for some reason today. It yeah. wasn't really planned, so it's is <laughs> cool, hey? Yeah, yeah, we have a good taste, obviously. Good <laughs> fashion choice, yeah. Definitely. Uh so you know what we it's been a pretty wild month. For sure. For, for, for both of us, we apologize that the episode is coming a bit late than usual. It, we just had some uh, medical problems, uh, both of us, so, well, mainly me. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so, so sorry that uh, the episode is coming out a bit late. But nevertheless, what have you been playing? Well, I've actually been a little busy. Uh, I played, uh, I tried the Atomic Heart since it was in Game Pass. Yeah. I gotta say, uh, quite ambitious title. Mm-hmm. Visually looks pretty pretty great. Some fancy lighting effects even on the Series X looks, looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, story-wise, uh, it didn't feel like it makes a lot of sense. The gameplay also wasn't super awesome the whole time and i later later learned about kind of problematic origin of the game yeah it it seems like some russian money were involved whatever you make out of it it is a russian studio who made it but yeah the the owner or some shareholders have a connection to russian government apparently yeah yeah which is yeah it seems like the studio is uh, like trying to distance themselves from from the, like they yeah. obviously are not into a real war which yeah. which, which is of course great because yeah, we all should be against the war yeah. but yeah the, the origin is problematic and yeah for the story the the ending didn't really yeah, leave me satisfied I, I played it too uh and the ending was just so dissatisfying uh, unsatisfying sorry it mm. uh it just felt like no matter what you do there was no good ending mm. at all and also spoilers i mean okay, no, that's not, not really spoilers spoiler. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh he mean b- uh, good ending like satisfying enough satisfying I would say. Ending, yeah. Yeah, yeah and also the character the main character is so annoying <laughs> <laughs> like the voice actor it's uh, himself is not bad it's just the performance was <laughs> yeah. I like the 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 glove. The, yeah, yeah, the, the that glove was, was that fun. was that was interesting, mm. but uh, otherwise. Uh, yeah. yeah, also kind of sad that some characters didn't get more more space. Yeah, like true. Uh, Granny Zena oh, was yeah, fun. Oh yeah, Larissa was really interesting character. Yeah, that's so. true. Yeah, that's true. I also felt like the open world was a little bit wasted. Yeah, it was kind of meh. Yeah, and it, like it felt. Uh, kind of counterproductive because the machines would constantly respawn. You could yeah. never destroy the security cameras forever. Yeah, yeah the open worlding mm, wasn't really 
wasn't really the strongest suite, but uh, we might maybe talk about this and open world games in the future episode. Yeah. So stay tuned, follow us yeah. on Spotify, YouTube, social media, wherever you listen to us. We really appreciate it. And yeah, it's coming uh, soon, maybe. Uh, anything else you've been playing? And uh, as we mentioned in the intro gag, Hopefully we managed to record it just fine. <laughs> uh, I've been playing Hyrule Warriors, preparing myself for The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm really excited about that one and I actually haven't had time uh, to play the Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity before. Mm. So it's like the Dynasty Warriors type game, you know, oh. I think the same studio was making it. Yeah. Uh, but this one is quite fun. It's with the assets and the characters and the same voice actors from Breath of the Wild. It takes a different, probably non-canon story, but still mm. fun. Okay. What have you been playing? Yeah, I'm still playing Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> still haven't finished Again? It. Well, not again. I'm still <laughs> playing it. It's, dude, I have a child and I have a job, so <laughs> I don't have that much time of playing for playing video games, but whenever I do, <laughs> I try to play as much as I can. But also, uh, I played Mordhau, uh, uh-huh. which uh, came on the Epic, Epic Games. Right. Uh, that's a fun game. Uh, I tried to play... Uh, before I played Chivalry 2, mm-hmm. and that game was so badly optimized that it was basically unplayable. No matter settings I put it on, I always had bad frame rate mm. and glitches. But Mordhau run, runs smoothly. Uh, the community is beautiful and helpful. It's it's amazing game. And also, oh. together, we as After Gamers on well on my the Twitch channel, we uh, played uh, Dying Light together. That was a yeah. lot of fun. And yeah, it's a great game. Yeah, it's a great game. Uh, we uh, died like five minutes into the gameplay. Yeah, we were really the dying lights. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, that was a lot of fun. It's a fun game. Uh, we uh, I hope that we can finish the game mm. and then uh, uh, do the Dying Light too. Which uh, which I still haven't played yet. So yeah, we'll but. we'll see uh, how was it with the crossplay features and stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah, we played it together on PCs. I yeah. previously finished it on Switch, so the mouse controls work in the game quite differently than on the cr- controller. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you wanna watch us uh, play uh, uh, Dying Light, me getting scared as hell and and. Uh, both of us being dumb and not knowing which way to go and how to die very, very quickly. Uh, just come to my Twitch. Uh, link is in the description. Yes. Okay, so let's move on uh, to uh, previously on Afterward Gamers. Uh, what we've been discussing, what what happened since then. Like a little a news, uh, news feed in, in our podcast. And uh, we talked about remakes, remasters, reboots, uh, ports last time. And uh, we mentioned the Knights of the Old, Old Republic. And actually, it was uh, one of the games that... Uh, we put on uh, we put a question on our Instagram, and some of you mentioned uh, Kotor as one of the games that you would would love to be remade. So we had long time ago. It feels like years ago. Like <laughs> we had a tra- teaser trailer for uh, Kotor, and apparently lately uh, there has been some news that uh, Kotor is still in development. 
obviously previously was under the baton of Asper Media, who were their original devs. And now it's in the hands of Saber Interactive, people who are known for World War Z, Evil Dead, the game. Uh, to be honest, like World War Z and Evil, De- uh, Evil Dead, the game. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm bit scared. I never played KOTOR, but I'm scared for you guys. So you don't have to be. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, we'll see. Maybe it will turn out good. Like, yeah. There's difference between making your own game and between uh, remaking yeah. uh, something new. So. Yeah. Uh, another game that uh, will be remade is Metal Gear 3. It's going to be remade for a PS5. Well, that this is actually, uh, as far as I know, a rumor that it might be yeah. for PS5 only. And uh, if it's confirmed, then boo! Yeah. Remakes, especially if they are not remakes of first-party exclusive. I mean, I understand that they would be only on one platform. Remakes and remasters should aim at a whole new group of gamers yeah, that's true. and i think uh remakes and remasters should be released on as much platforms as possible yeah. so if ps5 can run it xbox series x which is like one or two percent more powerful can run it too yeah. and pc which can be much more powerful yeah. can also run it so i i wonder how much konami is involved if they mm. just like gave them like free hand which i doubt because konami is konami uh, they they switch from making triple <laughs> A games to to making triple B games. No, they ma- they ma- they're making <laughs> mobile games now, basically. Uh, so triple triple C games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so we'll see, we'll see. Uh, we we gonna f- definitely gonna watch that uh, how it's gonna develop and and see what's gonna happen with Metal Gear Three because that's uh, quite a big news if it's true. And hopefully it's just uh, a rumor that it's going to be only PS5. Or, or if, if it's timed exclusive, I guess that's fine. But yeah. like, hey, I don't like when like these remakes come only to one platform. Yeah, yeah. I, I would blame Konami for that. I would not blame PlayStation. Well, generally. I mean, Sony has kind of anti-consumer parasitic deals with the likes of Square Enix Fair and enough. stuff. So who knows? I mean, we don't know what's exactly is involved, yeah, so yeah, yeah. we cannot judge, but yeah, it, it would suck if yeah. it wasn't like that. Yeah. And uh, I would uh, like to go to the last bit of previously news. Uh, we talked about Steam Deck quite a lot. I think it's the big we <laughs> like to return to. There's a reason why, though. <laughs> yeah, I guess a lot of you may have heard about Asus ROG Li, the gaming handheld device, uh, which is supposed to launch 11th May, when they will also announce the retail price and more details. And it's looking quite interesting because it's rocking brand new handheld PC SoC from AMD, the Z1 and Z1 Extreme, which are uh, like the even the base Z1 is like five times more powerful than the Switch, and the Z1 Extreme is like 20 times or something. Well, don't oh. look at me. I'm not a technical guy. You're <laughs> the technical guy in this podcast. Yeah. It looks like quite capable CPUs and GPUs uh, that run pretty nicely in a handheld device because they were mm. obviously optimized for them. And the price is looking really interesting too. It's 
according to rumors and leaks, so yeah. not 100% confirmed, but it seems like it might cost 700 USD, which is very comparable to the higher-end Steam Deck, but it seems like the 700 USD might be even for the more expensive one with the Z1 Extreme chip. So, I mean, it's looking quite interesting. And fun fact, it's running Windows. So oh. you should be able to do some other stuff with that. Uh, all games should run natively on Windows or like more games that on Steam Deck because no Proton layer required. So it's looking really promising. So I'm curious how will it turn out. But from the previews some media had, they, they really liked it so far. Okay, interesting, interesting. I didn't like... Windows and handheld. That's that's been done before, right? Like yeah, it's, it's like uh, the AI Neo, for example, is the most yeah. popular. Is it area. like modified version of Windows? No, or no, no. It's, not, it's not like a normal normal Windows, normal okay. Windows on on an x86 uh, chip, like kind okay. of standard laptop okay, okay. CPU. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, that definitely. So uh, also there are some rumors that these chips might come into Steam Deck 2, but uh, Valve is silent about that. So we don't know if 2. or when Steam Deck 2 will ever yeah. come out. <laughs> Maybe they'll make like, you know, how Switch made... Uh uh, the switch OLED, switch OLED, or switch switch Lite, and they maybe make switch uh, the sorry the Steam Deck. I don't know, uh, easy or uh, light. Well, or <laughs> what we know for sure, there will never be Steam Deck three because Valve can't count yeah. to three. <laughs> you also, heard it here first, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true. Well, because now you know they have they have uh, uh, Team Fortress one and two. They have Half-Life 1 and 2, they have Portal, Portal 1, 1 and 2, and now they have Counter-Strike and Counter-Strike 2. So the circle is now complete. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah we'll, we'll see what we'll see what will what what uh, what, what, the what will be holds. the like if 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 it'll be like uh, huge competition for the Steam Deck and what it's going to be very interesting to see that market what mm. what will happen. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But it's what one thinks is really set in stone that Steam Deck kind of helped to move this market around. And I'm not sure Asus would work on this device if it wasn't for the Steam Deck. Mm. We'll I mean, see. Possibly, but uh, it seems that Steam Deck, to, Steam Deck kind of started the avalanche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. If the video game press or media is known for something it's the reviews usually video article uh, where the game is dissected look at critically and often given a score like 0 to 10 or 0 to 100 etc a lot of people are looking at these as references for buying uh, buying the, uh, those games video game critics are criticized though these days for their critics the booms <laughs> as they give a big score to games that majority of players deem mediocre at best. Games like FIFA, NHL, Madden, Call of Duty, Battlefield, etc. are getting a really good scores, quotes, and quotes like, it has something for everyone after heavily criticizing the game's difficulty became a meme, basically. Gamers all over the world, including us, are baffled by these reviews. But, but when we compare them to the small creators, YouTubers, who are generally more critical 
of some of the uh, video game aspects. So, just just a just a quick question to maybe start a conversation. What was the worst review you've ever read, see, watched? Okay, that's that's an interesting question. Uh, I'm not sure which one would be the worst, but uh, as opposed to maybe what you've said in the before, I remember one uh, worst review in terms of uh, kind of shaming uh, EA uh, <laughs> because it, I think it was on Nintendo Life when the new FIFA game was the same as the last year, just with updated uh, roster, and that's it. So they copy-pasted their review for a previous year, edit one paragraph, like, yeah, we did this, and significantly cut down the score. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's uh, it's not like bad, bad review, but... You know what? You know you yeah. you get the idea. I actually quite like this uh, creativity when, yeah. yeah, the the when when the game is bad or or lazy and uh, they just did this. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, there's a lot of companies who like did this, and especially they are more of a more of a video based uh critics like IGN uh yeah I think GameStop. the thing is I don't really follow those big media that yeah, have like team of 30 writers that write reviews and yeah with these media you know it's uh oftentimes like they don't want to lose the relationship with the publisher to get the review keys in advance yeah because uh, these media these days they want to be the first to publish the review because yeah. it gets them the most views and I don't know about you, but I actually find it more appealing to just read the reviews of smaller media or smaller uh, critics that yeah, I kind of knew, know what to expect from them, yeah. what games they like and they don't. And sometimes, even if they don't like something, doesn't mean I may not like it, because if the review is good, they will, of course, point some objectively good aspects, give credits where it's due, so... Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, the reviews uh, coming at a certain time, uh, past you know week, last week for us we are recording on the eighth of May. Last week, Redfall came out, <laughs> yeah. and I was pretty like, excited about it. It sound it sounded, sounded interesting. L- left for Dead with vampires caught me in, right? Mm. It it sounded really interesting. Well, the game came out on launch. It was broken as hell. Uh, pardon my French. And so, uh, on Steam, immediately like it got so bad reviews. And what was funny? What what uh, normally you know when a game comes out, uh, games like these, like from uh, big publishers like EA, uh, Bethesda, and stuff like that, they come out either before or the, on the day of release. What's funny? What was funny? Like all the all the creators, YouTube creators, and uh, like small uh, people who small people, uh, pe- small companies who write articles and do videos. They released the gameplay. Uh, they released the review like a little bit after the, which is because they don't usually get the review copy, right? Yeah. Uh, but IGN on the day of the of the. Uh, of the release posted a video review in progress so they knew that you know everyone hates that game everyone hates it because it was broken as hell 
so they were working on the working on the working on the uh the review waiting so some of the patches will arrive uh and then release the <laughs> then release their v- review mm. which is yeah and, and just to just to clear up, only gamestop was the only one who uh post their review it was the you only video GameSpot, sorry, GameSpot, <laughs> not GameStop. GameSpot, <laughs> Spot. GameStop is a store. GameSpot is a yeah. The, there was the only one gave it four out of four, four out of ten. And no, none other of the bigger ones gave, uh, posted their review only left like two or three days after the game came out. Yeah. So that was a little bit suspicious to me. I'm like, why? <laughs> well, I think about that. Like, it's not that uncommon practice. Some Companies that are more secretive or it's like very large release, they try to keep it uh, like under wraps until it's fully released. So even Nintendo sometimes for their bigger games may not give uh, many early access keys to all the media. Fair. Sometimes it's like, for example, only one media in the whole world or two 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 sides have have a review key in advance, like few days even. And the rest get it on launch day or like day before, which okay. is not that's, enough to play it. That's that's fair, but that's fair. But IGN yeah, already got the game, they, yeah. and they 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 released a preview of the. Uh, yeah, but there, there's a difference between preview and review, of course. But yeah, yeah it's more likely that this would this, happen this, when the game is the, not in a good state at launch. Yeah, this seemed like deliberate. That this mm. same this seemed like. Okay, we're just gonna wait and give the score like good. Like they gave it eventually, they give it four out of ten. IGN gave it four out of ten, but still, like it's it seemed fishy to me. <laughs> well, uh, and to many people too. About, about Treadfall, actually, I have uh, tried it. I have played it for a little bit on the Series X, and I actually would say I played it in like the first few days of the release. So uh, there was only day one patch. Mm. Uh, and I would say it was that horrible as some people said it was. I mean, yes, it obviously had some issues, but to me, mostly it was uh, visual uh, like glitches, like the slowly loading textures and stuff. So, um, I mean, there's uh, also difference in what you are looking for in the review. And I think with the media, it's also about what's trendy. For yeah. example, remember when Death Stranding came out, there was... There are two trends. I hate this game and I love this game, yeah, even true. though I don't understand it. And there were a few reviews that gave it genuinely good score because they really enjoyed it. Yeah. And I think that's that's kind of a problem. If you're, you know, I've actually I've been writing reviews in the past yeah. uh, in a community media, so I uh, I kind of know a bit of the process, and I think uh, or what I would like to uh, to uh, the reviews to be. And I think the reviews should be objective, but also subjective. Like they, it's it's kind of a paradox. Yeah. But basically, a review should uh, give credits where it's due, mm. objectively point out things that are good about the game, but also give subjective opinion because that's what the reviews are about. Yeah. I mean, like if I was reviewing, or like I was run- once reviewing a game like FIFA, and I was really trying to give credits where it's due. Like, yeah, they improved this and. This is actually, like, there has been some work done on this. Mm. But then again, my personal score wouldn't be so high because I 
wouldn't i yeah. didn't like a lot of uh, the aspects yeah. of the game and that's the thing like in the review you should um you should defend the score kind of you should like the score is this low or this high because objectively is this and subjectively is yeah. that lower or that True. higher yeah i think that's that's one of the things that uh I said it multiple times, and I'm going to say it again because it's really important. And the video game press seems to be forgetting it, mm. that gaming is a very, very subjective experience. Oh, for sure. Yeah. One man's trash can be other man's treasure. Very so, true. <laughs> uh, so, like, just because you don't, didn't like Death Stranding, someone else could like it, and that's, that's fine. I personally mm. didn't like it at all, but there are people who enjoy it. And so take, I would always try to take, a, I always try, I'm trying to, whether it's uh, from a big company or from a, like, a, for example, I, lo I love reviews from Angry Joe because I, uh, he, he, me and him, we have a similar taste. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, so uh, I, I know I can trust him, but I'm always trying to take his review also with a grain of salt because it is it is his experience, hmm. not mine. But like, on the, on that on his experience, I can say, okay, maybe it's worth buying. Maybe it's not worth buying. Maybe it's worth waiting a little bit more for the games to be patched. Uh, uh, honestly, like the waiting for the game to be patched, it's it's, it's way too to common the, these days. Yeah, way too common. Uh, it should not be, honestly. Right? Like, it we should be getting. But like on the on the defense of devs. Games are very, very complicated mm. to make. It's not just we said it in the first episode. It's not just it's not just few people just just do some coding. You you have you have a big teams. You have you have uh, gameplay programmers. You have UI programmers. You have three uh, uh, D modelers. Yeah, you have testers, you have yeah testers. You localization have artists. People. You have level designers. Mm. You have all those you you have uh, project managers and everything and you need to take this colossal thing and make it in a game that everyone can enjoy and it's not an easy process so with that said though we should not be getting uh games released in that state i think we should like stop this trend of you know games just needs to be developed for five years at least it depends on the game, but well, it depends on the game. Game, but game should. I'm talking about the big AAA games. Yeah, they should be given the time they need. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Given. You know, because in 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 a, at at the end, you if you play a good game that that's in a good good state, it's gonna get more. Look at God of War, didn't have that many bugs, and and it sold out so many copies. Oh, Elden Ring, how much did it sell? Or like so majority many. of Nintendo games. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Like yeah, the, the famous the, quote from Shigeru Miyamoto, the kind of Nintendo legend, uh, which said something like, uh, "A delayed game uh, may be eventually good, but a uh, rushed game will for, forever be bad." Yeah. Yeah, we said that in the first episode too. Yeah, I mean, like it, it's so, it's very valid. It's yeah, a very good quote. So just to back back on the reviews, like. Uh, I feel it's okay to criticize uh, where the cr cr critic, cri where the criticism is due. Like it's okay to say this came out in a trashy state, and I would give it a higher score if it would 
uh, have. What is not okay is to, you know, just because you want to have good relationship with those companies, just give it a higher score. Like why, why for crying out loud, Battlefield 2042 <laughs> got seven out of ten or something like from 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 IGN. Even it, it and that came even in a much 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 worse state than Redfall. Yeah. Redfall is mostly like visual state. Yeah. Is technical state isn't even that horrible. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Battlefield was awful, right? And a Redfall, that was a problem. There was a big hype on it, mm. right? It was supposed to be this uh, Left for Dead again, like yeah, Left right. for Dead with vampires. It's supposed to be a lot of fun. An open world. Yeah, an open world. So uh, it was supposed to be this, yeah. Uh, actually, to what you said before, with it's okay to criticize, yes. And it's okay to criticize when it's something objectively bad, but it's okay to criticize when something is uh, subjectively bad. Yeah. But, important thing, you need to state, hey, hey in my opinion, this is bad. Yeah, or, exactly. I don't like this. Uh, I think that's gives, that that's like the biggest value of the reviews. Because yeah. if you follow the reviewer for some time, you know what he likes, what he don't like. And when he says, I don't like this, yeah. it may not mean something to you. If he says, objectively, this is bad, yeah. it might not be bad. He's just stating a lie because he doesn't like yeah. it. And like good reviewer would usually do uh, not that terrible score to objectively good game, even though it's not his cup of tea. And, and that's okay. It just, yeah. It's good to state like if it's objective or subjective, if it's a fact or if it's an opinion. And yeah. I really love those reviews that uh, are not afraid to be subjective, to stay there when they are subjective, mm. and that they are not afraid to criticize stuff that other reviewers don't dare to touch upon. Like yeah, it's true. too difficult or it's too easy. Like if you like difficult games, when the highest difficulty on the one you're reviewing is too easy, just say, yeah, I don't like that this is too easy, or yeah. vice versa. Just go for it. Yeah, I feel that's, that's more common among the smaller reviewers, mm. like Angry Joe, like Actman, like uh, do uh, Donkey. Donkey, yeah. Yeah, yeah if, you, if, you would, if you would like to know more of the, uh, like the topic uh, more deeply, uh, not more deeply, on a different take maybe, uh, <laughs> Donkey, uh, Video Game Donkey made a really good video about this. Yeah, it's like two episodes about the videos of the critics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah it's, it's quite funny. Yeah. It's funny. He's funny. You know, <laughs> definitely funnier than us. Uh, but <laughs> true. <laughs> Sad but true. Sad but true. But yeah, uh, recommend watching his video. I also, I gotta say, on the topic of reviews, I got here the... The magazine, it's a Czech local video game magazine score. This is actually the 350th issue. Uh, it's been around since like 1994. And uh, the thing about gaming magazines, they're kind of like a, a dying medium maybe, or like yeah. uh, the one that was popular back in the day when we didn't have internets at home. <laughs> uh, and now there are only a few left. But sometimes these can be kind of gold for reviews. It depends. Uh, it depends who are writing them. But in the media uh, that is printed, they often often are not scared to take a deeper look at the game because if the magazine is coming like once every month, yeah. they have much more time because yeah, the game comes at like 
beginning of the, of the month, two days after the the magazine is released. So they have whole month to play the game, and sometimes that can be a value of the reviews in the printed media. Yeah. And also, these are often kind of connected to the gaming communities. Yeah. So uh, it might be good idea to yeah, a lot of, support lot of, these. A lot of uh, I know that a lot of a uh, lot of uh, people who work actually in the in the in the video game industry are writing into these hmm. into these uh, magazines. One question though, this is for us Czech people. <laughs> There's two main mag video game magazines. Yeah. Level or score. One one's called Level, and the other one is called Score. Which one do you prefer? I actually, as, as you have seen, I you actually prefer Score. Prefer score. Uh, okay. But I am not a regular buyer. I just buy it from time to time when yeah, I'm interested I, in the topics. I usually buy. I, I used to buy uh, Score for games because they usually <laughs> got yeah, they still got have free I think, games. Free games. Yeah. With it, like full. I got like Fable One, like on, on one of their games, and and. Uh, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided. <laughs> yeah, uh, the thing, the value also about these is they can sometimes do uh, retrospective reviews. Yeah, that's true. Like reviews of older games that they, or like come yeah. back to the games, which yeah. is another big value to reviews. Yeah. I think online magazines don't do it as often. Mm. So that's, uh, I really like Fair. to, I remember, I, I think I played some games because I read some like, old game because someone wrote a new review about it and interesting yeah that's uh <laughs> <laughs> it's ni nice to look at uh Why new not? game uh, i mean old game with eyes from today some games never get old some games don't age with such grace so yeah I mean, yeah, why not? Why not? Like, right? I mean everyone can do that. It's not just geez, Yeah, but geez. I think it's uh like the the printed media have to fight for the readers. Uh, it's yeah. much harder for them than for the yeah yeah they cannot just for the online yeah because you can always get some views either bad or good but yeah but like the online media can be free with ads but yeah. even the the printed media even if they have ads you still have to buy them and it's not yeah exactly and if it's you, a if for you, price for a small indie game kind yeah, of yeah 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 no exactly and if you if you if you you know if you do something bad with your with your uh, written media or printed media you know if something that majority of gamers disagree you will lose that majority of readers maybe so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so uh i once again like that's one of the things they can do so uh yeah. my recommendation is to check which uh, printed uh gaming media you have in your neighborhood yeah in yeah. your country or, or, or watch, try them. It yeah. might be worth it. Or go for the smaller uh, YouTubers or creators, who are usually more objective and they they are not afraid to you know say what their subjective view is. So I have one unpopular opinion though uh -oh. about the bigger ones. Yeah, that their reviews might not always be totally useless. Because they still can point to some aspects of the game, okay. like yeah, it's it's not always uh, not always like that. But sometimes even the bigger ones can uh, can have some value to them. Yeah, no, obviously because you know we have saying in, we have a saying check in check uh, hundred hundred people mean, means hundred tastes. So yeah, if you right. have if you have different like hundred point of point of views, everyone will see a different thing. So. 
Yeah, my point is maybe that like yeah, don't don't you don't need to avoid those bigger medias. I'm not trying. We're I guess we're not trying to say that, but uh, it's always better if you take the reviews from multiple sources. Yeah, yeah, especially exactly. the ones where you can really yeah, understood yeah, yeah. how they review the games. Yeah, that's true. So just just a quick one question, uh, really quickly. Do you think the reviews are necessary though? Uh, I would say so because. Um, if the reviewers are are people that keep the uh, I wouldn't say devs but publishers yeah. in check, uh, not Czech Republic but like <laughs> check, uh, because uh, if the game is bad and they write a review about it, uh, I mean people are less likely to buy it. Yeah, yeah. True. If the reviews are yeah. in and it's bad and. They, the media has that kind of power. I mean, of course, even though some games can have pretty bad reviews, people still buy it. Fair. It can also be different when the game is in Game Pass because I wouldn't try the Redfall if it wasn't if for it the Game Pass. For game Pass. That's true. Yeah, yeah, I'm a Game Pass subscriber. Totally love it, and um, I wouldn't buy some of the games that I have played through Game, game Pass. Mm. I mean, that's, that's one of the things I pay for the Game Pass so that I can play this stuff. Which I wouldn't <laughs> really like to commit to, yeah. with like the sixty or even seventy euro price tag. Yeah, no, I would definitely not pay that for some of the games Jeez. I played. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. But yeah, like uh, it, the, these media, the reviews have this power, and I think it's really good that we have them. I think we talked about this uh, quite a few times already. Like, don't pre-order games until the <laughs> reviews are out, so you can at least see what you are, what you can expect from the game. You know what we should do? We should have just like a bottom like a line there that always says, "Don't pre-order games. <laughs> vote with your wallet." Because, <laughs> like, you know how in the news how they do that? Just yeah. warning: don't pre-order the games. <laughs> should always have that concept of like popping out every now and then. <laughs> All right. It's more for work for you. <laughs> yeah, and for you, we should have they're like the witcher 3 logo yeah right. <laughs> loading yeah <laughs> exactly well with uh you know hundreds maybe a thousand games coming out every day there are some controversies bound to happen important for these media is how they cover those events now Normally, there are some ethics regarding how to do journalism. Truth, accuracy, and obje objectivity are the cornerstones of the ethics, according to Google. Uh, it seems, though, that the objectivity and truth are slowly disappearing from this media. Uh, journalists are either accidentally or deliberately biased on their statements, articles, and videos. Sometimes calling out gamer for different opinions or siding with a particular view. Uh, for example, The Last of Us Part Two, where gamers were told by the media that they need to have an open mind when playing this game instead of letting them have their own opinion, opinion and and view. So, you know, what was like the something that could you just remember? Some kind of article, video. Or that turned out to be a hit piece, turned out to, you know. Huh. 
And once again, I probably don't wouldn't recall something something that specific. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the the bias in in the media, it's uh, something we encounter basically every day when we are yeah. on the internet. Yeah. And uh, stating that uh, you should not have an opinion is a bad opinion. Yeah. <laughs> gamers should. Uh, it's not an opinion. It's it's an opinion. It's not a fact. Like gamers should yeah. like what they like, have their own opinions, and uh, <laughs> the media should not manipulate or or force them into liking something they don't. Um, yeah, there's one thing as we talked about the, the reviews, the subjective view, but the gamers yeah. should also have subjective view. It, it's totally fine if you don't like some of that. Yeah. I would say, though, that some of the bias can also come out with uh, what we some somehow touched a little bit uh, before about the... Uh, the fishing for for readers like yeah. trying to get as many people as you can because when you do this it can say yes we are different we we do this or we are mm. that impactful Fair. and that can work as a marketing i would say this bias also comes out i don't know the name of the media and i glad i don't because i don't want to uh do advertising for them that is really <laughs> bad that they do clickbait in well, like which the, which video game media doesn't <laughs> yeah That's but like the there, there's different between good clickbait and yeah, bad clickbait enough. like they do the bad clickbait with a lot of bias like in the, in the articles by that Kotaku? Maybe some some because Kotaku like that. is infamous for that. Yeah, it's it's likely them, and I I think there are much more media like that that do like a lot of bias and bad clickbait. Yes, uh, by the way, just quick off topic about the clickbait, the good clickbait. Yeah, it's hard to get people excited to read some article. Yeah, and if you put a little bit of clickbait, like something to hook the attention it's totally fine i mean yeah you understand that a lot of big media do that because yeah if you spend some if you do some good production on a video or review and people won't read it because the title is boring yeah, yeah. of course but there's then there's the bad clickbait that tries to hook you yeah. on something that's not in in the article or yeah. it's a lie that's in the article yeah that's, that's bad. true yeah that's, i think that's uh, that's a that's a really good opinion, and I feel like these days also media is it's hard to just find a good article. I feel like these days <laughs> because a lot of a lot of the media is citing to you know these uh, SJW and these like oh, pro yeah, the, stuff, whatever whatever pro it is, and uh, yeah, as I said, yeah. Kotaku is really infamous with that. And, you know, like, we talked about it two episodes back, I think, or three episodes back when we talked about the war against video games. Uh -huh. uh, you know, that was one of the things. The media were covering, like, you know, The Witcher the Witcher 3 how or, or Kingdom Come Deliverance, how, how they didn't have a diverse cast or oh, yeah, that's stuff fun. like that. Mm. So 
I'm just baffled. Like, what the heck? Like, why is it important? Yeah, that, that the thing about these that they not just try to uh, change your opinion or force an opinion to the, you. They try to change the history. Yeah, yeah no, exactly. And they also <laughs> they also lie, you know, about like with the clickbait oh, yeah. and stuff. They lie and they they also cover. Uh, I understand, like you know, when there is a big rumor, you need to cover it, but it's. It's, Just state it's a rumor. It's a say state it's a rumor and don't jump in don't jump to any conclusions or state we're not trying to jump into conclusion but you know yeah or like this might be the possible conclusion. Yeah, exactly. So so it's like I am if I'm reading an article I want to be informed I don't want to be lied to. Mm, right, yeah. Because if I'm lied to then I have all of a sudden uh, and the reality is totally different and I I feel cheated and I feel I was promised something that you know was not supposed and, to happen and it's also doesn't build trust overall yeah. like if you read a media that does this all the time you will likely not trust it but if it's someone yeah. who most of the time says yes this is possibility this is my opinion i think this and then you read the article that doesn't say that you're much more likely believe that that is yeah a fact yeah 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 exactly yeah that's that, that's so true <laughs> and and also uh you know with these controversies like uh like uh, for example the hogwarts legacy controversy we covered it also uh you know a lot of a lot of media sided with the uh the transgender transgender community uh and they called this game out for you know being transphobic and whatever they said and i'm like Oh my gosh, why? And also, just, just another thought, uh, you know, IGN Kotaku are infamous for for these uh, hit pieces when they just, like, throw out un unconfirmed information. I think that's really, really important, like, w the research of the data that you, you are covering. Because if you do not research, if you do not do not ask, just do some journalism work and don't just write stuff. Do just, just spread the basically known information into yeah, the exactly. first three paragraphs. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And that's that's not just IGN. Like we had a, this problem media. with uh, here in Czech Republic too, where uh, you know the CD Project Red, they're they're one of the small smaller projects uh, which was developed. Which is developed by a completely different studio, and you know they had some problems. They are they are they are a bit afraid about the project. CD Projekt voiced their you know voiced their uh, uh, concern for the project, and some of the media jumped into the, oh the the new Witcher game it, it's going terribly. And they didn't even say that it's the smaller project that they're working on. I say that's a bad journalism. You know what's worst about this? That it was not just that. Uh, one someone misinterpreted a statement or straight up lied about it to make uh, a hit, but a lot of if someone big does that, a lot of other can take yeah. it from them, uh, copy their or like mimic their conclusions or like how yeah. to say it like get in get affected yeah. uh, by their conclusions. So someone who lies for the first time can have an effect of yeah. a lot of other media. Because if they have it from one source or they cite them as a source because yeah. they had it first and there's nothing like that available because they say it was a yeah. 
league exactly. or inside or whatever. Like this is really bad. Like yeah, I mean, you look at look at the the at the press and media outside of video game industry, how terrible it is. How there's a rumor and all of a sudden everyone's writing about it and then then yeah. it's not true. Mm. Or siding, you know, like like we had here, Justin Roiland, you know. Or Johnny Depp, like everyone was. Mm. He is, he is uh, abusive. He he is terrible human being, and no one, it, everyone covered it. How you know, with no evidence, mm. with the, the trial still being on, and they still posted, and no one is issuing freaking apology. You know, you know that in Czech Republic, if someone does that, you can sue them, for that. Yeah, I mean, I guess in, in like as, as a defamation case in in the US too, but like still like they. You cannot just write just out of nowhere about because, you know. Yeah, and we actually have cases about like local Czech actors that have sued uh, uh, some of the media. I think it was not the, uh, not like the common good media, but the the ones that, what's, what's it called? Um, like those who are writing like hit pieces and not really serious media. Yeah, yeah. It's more like a coverage of a coverage of a popular people. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't um, know. What's it called? <laughs> yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. It's basically like a coverage of like actors and 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 stuff so. yeah yeah and he sued one of them and he won because they yeah. they spread lies about him and that's that's really bad when you when you spread a lie about someone it can ruin avenue uh, no 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 <laughs> uh, uh out. okay I don't, we don't know the word in english yeah, <laughs> we can't remember but we have we a word for <laughs> we have a word for it in, in check yeah um and there's a word for it in English. But uh, I forgot it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. But yeah, these, these magazines are especially bad. And it's like a prime example. It's like uh, media turned into <laughs> Yeah, they just write hit lies. pieces. Yeah, they just write hit pieces. And they write, uh, they wrote, they're writing like, uh, uh, yeah. Oh, tabloid. That's the, oh, the tabloid. tabloid. Yeah, 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 tabloid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the word. Yeah, like tabloids, like they write stupid stuff. Yeah, they often can write lies or unconfirmed information. And that's the thing. That they, rumors. Those slowly are coming into the video game media. And it's so sad to see because mm -hmm. the gamers don't want that. We don't need that. We don't need to, you know, hear about that uh, that actor's love with that actor or, or something like that. We I mean, like, yeah, it, it might be interesting information sometimes, but it's... There's a difference. There's a fine line between having it as a good information, like for example, uh, when uh, William and Kate were married. Normal media wrote about it, like every yeah. media wrote about it, because it's like something that might be interesting for everyone. So yeah. something like that in a gaming media, like equivalent of that, sure. But there's like the tabloids often go into private lives and yeah, exactly. like they really cross the line. About yeah, they stir up the controversy. Yeah, they, yeah. They, yeah. And yeah. also like they also take uh, possession of information and photos they were not allowed to. And they yeah. try to like, yeah, it's not our concern what's the... Uh, video game developers and yeah. video game voice actors doing their private time. It's yeah, like, and also like you don't have right the, for that. You know, not just private time, but in the studio, you know, like 
they have a lot of video game studio ha studios have a lot of sensitive information mm. because the studios usually they are connected to a publisher and you know if anything of that gets leaked it's a problem so that's why that's why the companies have NDAs and right. they you cannot just talk what you're working on like just blatantly just say oh yes I'm working on uh, I'm working on the Witcher and I'm Assassin's doing this Creed. Industries. Yeah. Assassin's Creed that's coming in five years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You cannot just say that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's. I guess that's one thing uh, that uh, that was one of my questions. Like, is there something that video game media should stay away from? I feel like that's those personal, those very <laughs> sensitive data. Unless, yeah. unless it gets like accidentally <laughs> published, yeah. let's cover it. It's their mistake that that it got. Mm. Yeah, it got uh, it, it got out. I mean, we talked about it uh, once that you know games are doing it that now as a source of a marketing, sort of marketing strategy when they just you know leave leave a, a video video game case just out of out for the world yeah. to see. Yeah, I think gaming media should have an eye open for this, yeah. but should not actively actively dig into this unless there's like a very specific reason. Yeah. Or yeah. something, but still, like dig into privacy. That's um, you should not do that. Yeah, because it you you're handling a very very sensitive data, mm. and you know you can hurt game, those yeah. you talk about with this. Yeah, yeah. Video video game is video game industry. It's ma. It's bigger than the uh, the music and film industry combined. Mm -hmm. So. It, it there's a lot of money in it, and if some something is going wrong and something is getting leaked, it's a huge problem. You have no idea how big of a problem it is. So maybe don't act, yeah, as mother said, don't actively research it. And yes, yeah, cover those things. It's okay to cover those things when it happens. It's they their mistake again that they did not, you know, take care of it properly. Uh, but just like I don't need tabloid. I, I want a serious media that mm. covers uh, like, latest news and stuff that are actually important for the video game industry. I, honestly, I would say it's much better if it's coming from almost like a community-born or community-oriented media. Yeah, that's that has uh, much more value because um, we don't really need in the gaming media. We don't necessarily mean like a super serious. I mean it's, yeah, it's yeah, nice, no. but we are a bunch of enthusiasts about games and we want news that come from the enthusiasts like we are that obviously care enough to yeah. write a nice article do the journalism and uh, as for the as for the private information uh, maybe one last bit like if these information that the media can dig up against the will of the studio or person can actually lead to some studios cancelled, yeah. games cancelled, job lost, <laughs> people's cancelled, jobs yeah. lost, and it's bad. Like we want, if the studio is working on a great game, we of course want to see yeah. it released when the when its time comes. So. I guess I guess when I'm saying serious media, I mean having the ethics. Yeah, yeah, right, like, right, truth, right. No, no, no. Truth, I, accuracy, I and mean. objectivity. Like those are the three things. I, I googled it. <laughs> I googled <laughs> nice. what are the journalism ethics, and I found a really nice article uh, about it. Okay, it's actually yeah. really interesting. Like that, you know, those are the values that serious media have. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if, when I'm not talking about the tabloids, tabloids don't care about the, those ethics at all. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah. That's, uh, that's, uh, do you have anything else to say? Do you, do you want to like close this maybe somehow? I think we, we can move on from this. I think we've said a lot about yeah. what we think about the media, yeah. or what, uh, like uh, about the news in the media, yeah. about the facts and fiction. Yeah. Yeah. That, like if yeah. it's a fiction, state it. If it's a rumor, state it. If it's a leak, state it. Because that's the way how we can trust you. Try to be, as Michael said, the three things. Yeah. Then that makes perfect sense. And uh, we really value the media that can follow that. Yeah. Uh, we value, we like to follow the creators that follow yeah. that. And I can really appreciate the, the media and creators that yeah. uh, try to... Uh, be there for us, the consumers, yeah. that are not afraid to poke or point at uh, publishers, uh, yeah. developers, whoever that does bad things. That's anti-consumer. Yeah, but also also look out look uh, look out for the uh, for the devs themselves because yeah. you know they don't need to lose their job just because you're doing bad journalism. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, guys, let us know what do you think so far. Uh, what have been what have been said? Let us know in the comments on YouTube. Also, uh, in uh, on Spotify, there's there's a way to to reach us too, or on our Instagram too, or Facebook. On Facebook, we launch our Facebook. So uh, link link for those is going to be in the description. Please do let us know what do you think. What maybe let us know what what uh, what do you, what kind of a media are you using for you know getting information about uh, what are your favorite creators? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, exactly. Like what? How do you get information about video game industry? Mm. Well, when there's a controversy, uh, gamers are expecting to be informed in a way where they can relay relay relay. Rely, <laughs> rely on the information and not be deceived. Press is supposed to be a place where gamers get their uh, latest news, uh, what is happening and what is happening in the industry. Objectively and truthfully, gamers are all over the world are divided partly because of the practices of this media. The thing is that these days a lot of press is siding with one side and the opener, other opinions are not allowed. So it sounds like the previous, uh, previous uh, <laughs> topic, but I mm. really want to focus on the fans now, you know, because we've been, we've been lied to, we've been, uh, we've been deceived. Uh, we've been divided. We've been manipulated. We've been manipulated. So what do you think gamers can do? Uh, uh, this is this is a tough one once it again. Is. Yeah, that's why I'm asking uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we uh, should a uh, don't follow those that uh, consistently or consistently or uh, consecutively try to do these things to us that try to deceive us, manipulate us. We should not follow them because less followers means less money, which means they will a stop doing this or b. Uh, stop existing like media uh so uh that's one of the things and i mean in today's age we have social media so if the article is bad we can 
comment under the post of the article like you can comment if you think we are wrong mm. uh, under the post on on the facebook of this episode <laughs> and stuff be, be nice to us please <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah that, that's what we as uh, as people can do when something like this happen yeah well, we can discuss it on reddit for example like yeah uh, reddit seems to be like a good place good place to discuss things like yeah. that exactly exactly yeah. Yeah, so um, I don't. I'm not sure how much else uh, is there for us to do. Yeah, I think calling out, calling out, mm. definitely calling out uh, those media for deceiving, trying to you know just push some agenda. Usually, that's that's what that's a that seems to be a goal of today's media. Just push some, you know, just and not even believing the trend that's happening, but you know, just going with the trend, you know. It seems to be trendy to, you know, push some agendas these days. And yeah, no, I, th I think the uh, sorry that media should uh, stay as much um, like unopinionated in some yeah. in some ways. For example, I don't want to uh, state what the issue was. I don't want to go into that. But there was one uh, thing being discussed by a politician and one uh, director of a studio that was actually doing his work well mm -hmm. stated that he's siding with the unpopular opinion, which uh, in my opinion wasn't bad, was actually good. But uh, yeah, once again, I'm not saying what it is yeah. to, to avoid uh, the discussion. It's kind yeah. of outside of what we are talking about, but he was fired. And then the media went at him, yeah, he was bad for having this opinion. He's a terrible person. Uh, instead of saying, yeah, he was fired because he had this opinion and his uh, managers or, I don't know, stockholders or whatever, shareholders, sorry, shareholders and stuff like that, they didn't like it, so they fired him. Uh, yeah. They could even state, like, yeah, he was doing his job well, so it's kind of sad or whatever. But they should not uh, be that opinionated in, in this way, too. Fair. Yeah, yeah like, that's true. Especially if it's someone who's doing their job. And, you know, some things, like a lot of people, not just media, <laughs> mostly, pe mostly people yeah, that yeah, read yeah. the media uh, tend to consider their opinion a fact. Yeah, and There true. are a lot of things that are just opinion. Yeah. Like, for example, <laughs> uh, there is, uh, like, when I say the Earth is not flat... It's not an opinion. It's scientifically proven fact. Yeah. Uh, but when I say, uh, I don't know, uh, the this game is bad, uh, or like I don't like this game, that is opinion. Yeah. Like this, this game is bad. No, it's it's more like uh, I'm trying to state a fact in in a way. Yeah. If I say it like that, but if I say yeah. I don't like this game, that's opinion. And then True. does it mean that it's everyone has to have this opinion? That's true. Yeah. Again. Games are subjective experiences. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to be saying it again, 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 until everyone gets it. If you would like for people to get this message, if you agree with it, please share this episode as yeah, many of your true. friends as you yeah, can. Yeah, you Thank do you. Share we really Thank appreciate you. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, the, the base, the question, all of this we just said, like what should we do with the information given to us? Because, you know, we're giving a lot. Like today, in, in these days, 
lot of information. We are overloaded, basically. Every day there's coming something new. Either it's from gaming world or movie world, like film world or uh, outside world. I don't know how you how would I, how else I would call it, but a <laughs> lot of lot of information. So what what should we do? I think first and foremost we should try to limit the input of the information because yeah. there are a lot of media, a lot of stuff, and. I think it's a great idea. It kind of helped me a lot. I started practicing that during the COVID times. And I think a lot of other people should too. Uh, that I started to follow the news much less. I've picked uh, some of the... I mean, I don't really uh, follow the like uh, well, AFK world news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, news about the world away from keyboard, you know. I don't. I mostly follow news from the technological and gaming worlds because those interests me much more. So yeah. from the outside world, I mostly get it from memes on Reddit and some posts my friends share on Facebook and and some other social media. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's good to limit yourself from from. Uh, from this input so find a media creator that you like or multiple and follow only them and try to like focus more on the information you you like and yeah try also with the information that's given to us don't share information that is that is obviously bad or or lie there's a huge problem why these rumors these deceptions these manipulations are spreading is that people just share them without trying to like think about them themselves like yeah. Yeah, a lot of the uh, the rumors and lies even about covid uh for example the very famous uh, lies and uh, things that divide divided the society about the yeah. vaccinations against covid that came uh that spread so fast because people didn't say to themselves like wait is it true does this even yeah. make sense and they yeah. just mindlessly shared it so yeah before you share information just try to verify that it's correct it's good to have it from multiple sources uh, yeah it's also the value or quality of the source yeah uh once again if it builds the trust if the source builds the trust so if it's from media that constantly lies and doesn't differentiate between opinion and fact, it's probably not a good source. But if yeah. it's a media that says, says, yeah, this is our opinion mm. and this is likely a fact, then that might be much more credible and True. valuable source. So yeah. try to kind of work with the information you have, not just blindly or not blindly, mindlessly uh -huh. uh, go through it and share it. Yeah, that's what I want to say. Do your own research. Like I'm not saying research every everything that you read that that's that would be way too much but you know where you when there's something you want to share with an, uh, someone else do your own research and listen to experts actual experts just because not self-proclaimed yeah self-proclaimed right. experts because that's that's been a problem in the video game industry too and not just the video game not industry. Just, but, <laughs> but we're talking in the video game industry yeah uh, <laughs> that there's there have been some experts you know mm. and a lot of that's also one of the problem of the of the of uh video game media is a lot of those writers and cr creators are not themselves working in the industry and they're talking about stuff that only you know 
like I don't know, a programmer would know, or a game designer would know, level designer, and tester. That, that can be okay if they stayed. I don't work in the yeah, industry. exactly, exactly, exactly. I only know this much. Yeah, but you know, we live in a world where you can just look up information in 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 a minute, and and but that that, that will not make you an expert. Okay, but you have you have to have the experience. You have to you know uh, learn a lot. You don't. You're not just gonna become an expert. I don't consider my sir consider myself expert in level design. Although I work as a level designer, <laughs> you know, I, I am far afraid, far away from uh, to to you know be a level, like a expert in level design. Although I know stuff, <laughs> I'm still thinking I my my knowledge is very very limited. So yeah, do your own research. Do do diligently though. Yeah, the thing about like us considering ourselves or i mean not considering ourselves an expert even though we are in the industry for example you uh, the thing is also that it this even though if you are like a senior level designer for 20 years yeah you might not be an expert in a way because or like expert per se uh because this can vary company to company studio yeah, to true. studio so uh, there's no one really true expert in the video game industry, I would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like there are people who have some experience or more experience or more yeah. knowledge. Yeah. But uh, I think it comes to that of, once again, how how you share this knowledge. Yeah, you no, share it, it like, it's, exactly. this is my experience. That's or, true. Or this is a fact. This is my opinion or this is a fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Just because... Just because someone who works in industry says something that doesn't mean it's the fact and whatever whatever his experience is it's still a subjective experience and uh, every studio and every game is very very different in when how you develop it, it. actually reminds me of one real world uh, real real world uh, um, issue or like a real world uh, experience of that the real world <laughs> <laughs> no like a, in a gaming real gaming world uh, I don't want to shame here but uh, I know you might have heard about Gotham Knights one Gotham of the Knight. developers of the studio stated that like the Xbox Series S is uh, the thing that's uh, dragging the Gotham Knights down and stuff even though Gotham Knights uh, looks in my opinion worse than for example the arkham knight oh, games yeah. and oh, yeah. uh, they run and at 30 fps while not looking um, especially exciting yeah. while games like doom eternal can handle yeah. 60 4k 60 fps with ray tracing and yeah. 120 fps i think even on the series s so yeah that, that stuff like that can happen just because they have their point of view yeah it might have been uh, an obstacle for them yeah. maybe i don't know but it's obviously not the thing that uh, is dragging the industry down yeah or it's just the switch <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> it's wow that's coming from you uh, yeah, yeah. I, I love luck. the switch but yeah it's underpowered <laughs> <laughs> wow okay we, we we went so down Deep in the waters, never thought possible. Goodness great. Matos criticizing Nintendo. What a loopy land we have entered into. Well, I just want to say also another example of uh, those kind of things is uh, Unreal Engine 5. A lot of people, a lot of developers are criticizing uh, 
Unreal Engine 5. But one thing there, I think they're forgetting that they've been working in 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 an in-house engine for such a long time mm. that they're forgetting that uh, you know that they think that because they're used to it so much, they think their engine is much 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 better when. Uh, Unreal Engine is literally changing the gaming industry as we speak, and a lot of lot of uh, a lot of uh, game developers are and studios are transferring to Unreal Engine, understandably. So that's like one thing to show. Like, hey, just because you work in the industry doesn't mean that that's yeah. your subjective. That's your, your subjective experience. That's great that you love your in-house engine. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying that you know it's yeah. your it's your opinion. And that's the thing. It's it's a tool. Yeah, you can use. You can like it. You cannot like it. Once again, it's still just yeah, just a tool. Yeah, that can make the worlds and your visions a reality and yeah. provide great experience for us, the gamers. Yeah, I don't know uh, if you've tried some games that uh, have already been in Unreal Five or even the demos. For us gamers, that can be good thing. It can yeah. be bad thing if it's like a yeah. studio that don't know how to work with that. And once again, it, it, yeah. it's a tool. Yeah. You can have opinions on the tools and yeah, yeah, but that's it. Yeah. Coming back to the, the 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 video game media and like about the fans, I think it's also for us important to just you know kind of a, uh, what's the word like, uh, cherry pick basically. We need oh. to we need to be careful what what are we reading, mm-hmm. because there's a lot. Like, uh, let us know what what are your favorite like what what are your favorite like uh, news uh, that you would like to that you like to read or or your watch. Favorite sites, your magazines, favorite, for example, creators. for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. For example, like for me is Angry Joe and a cha- channel called I don't I never know how to pronounce them, uh, Game Ranks. Oh, Game Ranks. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I, I love them. They they have they really like good informative video. They are they are clear are are unbiased. They I, I Always mean, subjective. I, I'm not really a huge fan of some of their reviews, but uh, eh, yeah, the, the other other videos of from them are yeah. pretty great. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're good. So that's that's for me, for example. What about you? Do you have any um, favorites? I, mean, I kind of like the the Nintendo Life, for example, because uh, it seems like it's ran by by Switch enthusiasts. I know I made fun of Switch earlier, <laughs> but I, I still love my Switch and I <laughs> love the Nintendo games. But uh, it is uh, objectively underpowered for today's age, even for for the 2017 when it was released. So, for example, I, I like that. Uh, from what I know, they clearly mark rumors as rumors. And... Uh, yeah, even though I might not agree with all of the reviews, like the values, because as he stated, it's uh, subjective. They still have some value to them. They mm. it, they are worth reading if you're considering the game. Fair. Uh, even if it's lower or too high, and you might not like what you find the the article itself, like the text that is yeah. written, has the value, not just the yeah. uh, the score at the end of the review. And yeah, they seem to cover quite a lot and they seem to uh, even have an eye open for these rumors and leaks, which are clearly, as I said, marked. I kind of like uh, when it's like that. Yeah, that's, that's one of them. For example, it's a it's a online magazine, like a web page. Oh, OK. OK. Any, any creators? 
like like YouTube creators. For example, I mean, it's uh, I don't really follow that much uh, like gaming reviewers on YouTube. I would say uh, I mostly follow like uh, from media like Linus Tech Tips, which Fair they enough. sometimes cover hardware and games, and they are really consumer oriented. Actually, I I am really uh, looking forward, or like they already starting the LTT Labs which are for validating uh, manufacturer claims about mostly computer hardware and stuff, which is a yeah, great step for us consumers. If the, if the marketing is a bias and it, it's, uh, it's lies, uh, we will probably get to know that once the labs are in full speed. So I, I really like that. They are not exactly games, but uh, yeah, it's a good sure. media for some gaming-related stuff yeah. like computers. Yeah. Yeah, but do let do let us know what what is your favorite. Uh, what would you recommend to others? Mm. Uh, because you know, as I said, like multiple views are just better mm-hmm. to have sure. because uh, you can round it up a little bit, a little bit better, and uh, then you can for- form your own opinion. I think you know, just basing opinion on just on media is, is, is a bad thing. Uh, do your own research, do you be diligent? Uh, because, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're just giving more power to the media. Yeah. Power like. to the people. Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, please do let us know if you enjoyed the episode too. If you, if you, uh, if you like it, uh, please give us a like on YouTube or give subscribe. Us, subscribe. Hit the bell icon. Yeah, hit the bell, like, bell icon uh, on on your favorite platform: Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, uh, whatever podcast uh, is there uh, you like to listen. To, yeah, give us uh, either follow, subscribe, whatever that that's. Uh, or like, uh, yeah, or like, yeah. Or leave a comment if you have other opinion than us. If you yeah. have something you would like to add to this. We would really like to know what you think. Yeah. Uh, how did you like this episode? Uh, how great we look, right? <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> uh, okay. Thank you so much for watching and uh, listening. listening. Afterward, gamers are Michal Rasek and Matos Planyanski. If you enjoyed listening to our rambling, be sure to give us a follow on your favorite platform and don't forget to rate our podcast because apparently according to the algorithms that's the best way to give your favorite podcast a push and we hope that we are your favorite podcast also subscribe to our youtube channel where you can leave a comment like and subscribe uh, and you can comment on the topics that we've been talking about and we can have interesting conversation follow us on our social media at after a gamer cast on Instagram and also newly now on Facebook at Afterward Gamers. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you in the next one and don't forget that you can always game afterward.